ever tell the story about how I accidentally ended up in Mexico on Mother's Day? Did I tell that on the podcast? Yes. Okay. But tell it again. I'll tell it again. My name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 211 of How, How Married, Married Are you? you? Okay, my name is Belief. This is Yvette. We married 13 years. Live in California. We got four kids. Relationship scary. It's very necessary. We share our love of struggles. We ask How, How Married, Married Are You? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shoddy. If you're listening, you're in the wedding party. It's okay if you want to put your hands up. You got the questions. We got the answers. It's chocolate baby story time. Chocolate baby story time. It's chocolate baby story time. One, two, three, and... Oh, I missed the beat. It's chocolate right. baby story okay. time. So, I know <laughs> the last episode we had... Um, Glenn's Chocolate Baby Storytime was talking about a lie that was told. And in this Chocolate Baby Storytime, I will be also sharing that one of um, our children tried to tell, well, I caught Uzziah in a lie. Okay. I caught him in a lie. Yeah. He had told his dad one thing. And then when I came to solidify that truth. You can't say what it was? Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. He had told his dad, so they had enrichment. And so last night they were supposed to take out their uniforms. They wear uniforms to enrichment. And Glenn told all the kids, he was like, hey, take your clothes out. And I had come in after the fact and I heard Glenn say, did you take your clothes out, Uzi? And then he goes, yeah. Like he told him like, yeah, of course I did. It was done. And I was like, where is it? He was like, upstairs in my room. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was kind of suspicious already because I knew that his laundry was in the back, like on my bed needing to be folded. And so I was like, huh, maybe he dug in the laundry and pulled out his clothes. And so then I go upstairs and I'm about to give him a bath. I'm like, hey, Uzi, can you show me your uniform? And he he does. He has this look. (laughs) He does where he kind of just like we have it on camera, but he just kind of goes like looks out the corner of his eye and that's his telltale sign that he's like um not telling the truth and so i was like uzi did you lie to your dad and he goes i know what you're gonna do when dad comes up here you're gonna tell him because you're a tell maker (laughs) (laughs) and i was like a tell maker and he was like, yeah, I said, no, at first I didn't hear him. And I was like, what did you say? What am I? What am I? And he goes, a tell maker. Hmm. And I was like, oh, do you mean tell teller? <laughs> he was like, yes. Man. But he called me a tell maker. You hear my son call me names? Yeah. Call me a tell maker. That's crazy. I think um, the cool thing, we dropped the kids off of um, after one of their games. We dropped them off um, to a friend's house. And in my friend's house, it's a piano, like, right in his front room. Mm. And I dropped off Theo and Uriah, and they've been going to... Uh, Let's like Play Music. Let's Play Music. They're in that last season of that, which has been dope. And so they have a recital coming up. And as soon as they go into the house, they run over to the piano and start working on their recital music, which I thought was so interesting. Because they, if you ask them if they like playing piano, they're going to tell you no. They're going to be like, no, we don't like it. But they're so excited by the type of music they're playing. And I feel like that matters so mm-hmm. much. So I don't know, man. I think we can start to... I'm really excited for the next season of that and seeing what they choose to do. Maybe we'll see um, them decide to, you know, 
Yeah, because I, I made it a prerequisite because we had Theo and guitar lessons. And mm-hmm. then I learned about Let's Play Music and Let's Play Music kind of um, it teaches the kids like music theory and how to read music and all these other things that are so foundational for any instrument that you play. And so I was like, hey, you guys all have to do this in order to um, be able to play whatever instrument you want. And they have not forgotten that I said that because the other day they were like, mom, we got our recital music, recitals in March. So after that, we get to choose whatever instrument we want to play. And they, But the cool thing about it is that they're interested in playing another instrument. Um, but however, I really did want them to do like one more year of formal piano <laughs> piano lessons because I'd like them to be able to read sheet music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to be able to be given a piece of sheet music and be able to play it no matter what. And what's, so what's interesting is that Raya memorized this already. Yeah. So Raya is the one that I feel like is um like he has an ear. Mm-hmm. And Theo definitely has more of the Theo's me and Raya's you. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta have give me all the notes, give me all the steps, I can do it. Let's go. But you and Raya just feel things out, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Raya but, is very But Raya's so. better than me because he has the training. He he knows how to read music, at least. Yes. I don't even know how to do that. He does. He yeah. does know how to read music. Um, and I'm I'm kind of nervous about that. About nervous them about choosing what? their own instrument. I don't feel like that was discussed. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, that was just a decision you made. But, like, Raya's going to choose the drums. Okay. What's wrong with that? Well, where is he going to play the drums at? Because I'm not coming home to my sanctuary and having <laughs> drums being played. That's crazy. In the garage? Uh, I don't know. Right. It could be something where he just goes to the class and plays them there. I mean, you can oh, get... Oh, but you can get, like, a electric, pad. Electronics drum kits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that translates, though. Like, when you have a pad and then you go to an actual thing... I don't know. That's about 20 square feet of space. So we're going to have to figure out where it's going to go. <laughs> All right. Um, Raya is also very adamant about us having a new house so that everyone gets their own bedroom. Yeah. So maybe he'll make billions of dollars and be able to make that happen for us. Well, check this out. If you if your kid has an instrument, you probably want to get away. So make sure <laughs> you sign up to come to the Unplug Retreat with Yvette Henry, oh, my wife. Look at that. My wife is hosting her I was own like, what's going on? Mother's Retreat, which is going to be so special, uh, May 10th through the 13th. Really important. If you have not signed up, at least to get on the email list alone, okay, you need to do that. This place where you guys are going to be going is beautiful, and it's like a sanctuary of self-care and all this stuff that my wife has been um, doing and, and uh, experiencing for a while in, in her healing journey. And uh, in order to heal, right, um, you need time, you need space. And that's, you know, what you guys can kind of get into over there at the Unplug Retreat. So if you're looking for a gift for your wife for Mother's Day, this is a perfect place to send her, um, I believe. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she's going to come back replenished and refreshed. And it's, you know, though it'd be great to hang out and, you know what I'm saying, do some stuff on Mother's Day. But, you know, sometimes you just need a break. And if you have not planned that vacation, that pit stop, that moment, make sure you take it uh, this uh, Mother's Day. And if you are feeling some sort of way about, oh, I'm going to be gone for Mother's Day, trust me, you'll get over it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> did I ever tell you guys the story? Did I ever tell the story about how I accidentally ended up in Mexico on Mother's Day? Did I tell that on the podcast? Yes. 
Okay. But tell it again. I'll tell it again. So once upon a time, Glenn and I had a a trip planned because Glenn's birthday is usually very close to Mother's Day and sometimes exactly on the day. And I think this was one of those years where Mother's Day and his birthday were the same day. Um, But we had planned a trip to go to Mexico, just the two of us, to celebrate whatever. And... I, Glenn's passport didn't come through. So then I was feeling some type of way about leaving a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of like, ah, what kind of mother am I to be away from my kids on Mother's Day? (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute now. Now, I didn't say this yet. So then I get to the airport. I'm still feeling uneasy about it. I get to the resort. I'm still feeling a little bit easy about it, uneasy about it. After about 12 hours, I'm good. Mm. (laughs) I am like so good. I'm fully enjoying myself. I'm like, wait a minute now. I deserve this. I was fully present. um, And I was literally unplugged from motherhood. And it was such a beautiful experience. And the truth of the matter is it's one weekend out of 52 or 54, however many weekends it ends up being in a year. Um, I'm sure you spend time with your children outside of that weekend. So if you're feeling some type of way about being away from them on Mother's Day weekend, I think it is actually the perfect time to do it. Um, And joining us at the Unplugged Retreat, you are going to be able to connect with yourself. You're going to be able to connect with God and you're going to be able to connect with other moms in the most authentic, loving way. And so I hope that you will plan to join me there um, because... It's going to be awesome. And if you can't make it this year, make sure you are signed up for my uh, email list so that you can join us next year. Um, There are only 25 spots. Early registration is open right now. Early registration is over February 29th. And each of the tickets go up $500. Yeah. Um, Right now it is $27.50 if you... Each per person, if you bring a friend um, and you guys share a room, or it is thirty-seven fifty if you decide you want to come but you want to have your own room. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I gotta download Instagram real quick, but I'm gonna put the uh, link in the chat because people are asking. Uh, for it. We are live on Instagram right now. If you do not follow us on Instagram, that is super important. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. How married are you? And then. Um, uh, Give us a kind review on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Uh, the YouTube um, uh, channel right now that you're watching, probably, uh, you can like that video and also share it with someone that you love. Share it with someone who might need this information or someone going through a tough season in marriage. Let's let them know we're here for them. Giving them all the uncomfortable truths about marriage. Lily, no. What is she doing? She's trying to get the ball. Oh. Uh-uh. We're all done. No play. All done. Go lay down. Um, and so, yeah, and then subscribe to the channel, okay? So, oops, I can't pin it. All right, you got to pin it from your phone. Okay, yeah, I'll download it. Uh, so yeah, guys, let's talk about where we at right now. Let's talk about sex, baby. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're talking about. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna come. There's an email. Oh gosh, I'm gonna come. <laughs> are you insane babe why do we have Let's to talk be about sex, baby. okay we're not doing it i'm gonna come i don't like it what's the six digit code what's happening right now it's too much going live yeah, it is too much okay that's okay is the code in my email oh look it's on my phone i got it oh now i'm lost yeah now we're live oh lordy okay um, 
Are we still live? I don't even know if we're still live. I don't know either. Okay. Are we live? I don't know. They can't even tell us because we can't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got a code. We are live. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. So. Okay. Um, Where are we at? Email. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for those of you on YouTube. We are getting it together. Hello, Eva and Henry. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Henry. I His think. name is Glenn. She don't even care. Um, I have been watching your podcast for four years. <laughs> what are you laughing for? I'm laughing because that means she's been watching it for four years and you're still Henry, not Glenn. Yeah, that's crazy. But we love you anyway. Um, I haven't. Uh, no, 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 no. I started watching this during the early stages of my relationship with my partner of six years. You have been a great role model for young couples. Thank you. I am emailing for two reasons. One, I just thought, why not? I've been watching for so long and wanted to get more involved. Two, I would love your advice Your advice on my relationship topic. Question, should we get married before having children? The reason I've asked this is because me and my partner have different opinions on the topic. We are good communicators and always working on being better, so this topic doesn't cause any tension, but I'm stuck between my perspective and his. My perspective. Marriage first matters. I'm not deeply religious, but I was raised Christian, baptized, and went to a Catholic primary and secondary school, three to 16 years. My parents were married when they had me and my brother, and we were planned. This makes me proud, and I see my mother's efforts to break generational curses with me and my brother. Marriage first just feels like the right thing to do. I'm a type A personality, so I like order. I like order, plans, and structure. Date, marriage, children. My partner's perspective, you don't need to be married before children, as long as you have a plan for when things will happen and you are actively working towards them. He really would like children when the time is right and would prefer to save and prep for a child over a wedding day, which has the ability to cost a lot as I have big dreams and I'm used to the big, the best things. He is happy to provide this, but thinks it's not a priority over starting a family, which he is very excited about. My partner's parents are not married, but his grandparents are. He was raised Catholic and did his Holy Communion. His grandmother is heavily religious, and she is a big part of his life. She brought his his rosemary beads and a Bible, which he kept on display in his university dorm room. He's recently had cousins who have had children outside of marriage and got engaged after or during the pregnancy. And to put it simply, we are having baby fever. My partner's priority list is date, children, marriage. Our current situation. Lived together in university for three years. Finished university and I moved around for work so we have been long distance for three years. Not living together helped us develop as individuals and know for certain we are right for each other through the good and the bad, the easy and the hard. What? Oh, okay. The plan is for the end of 2024. We will live together again, going into our seventh year together. Why the baby thing is an issue. This is because I'm currently on the implant. My partner and I have agreed I will take it out as it's impacting my body in a negative way. However, I'm taking it out the same year we are living together and this conversation of babies versus marriage has popped up because a baby could happen. We don't plan to have a child until at least 2026, which it's crazy to believe that that's only two years away. 
it feels like it's far away, but it's only two years away because 2000 was like 24 years ago. Anyway, but being off long-term contraception is, it's a possibility. I started long-term contraception six months after living with my partner in university. So I stated we should elope and have a big wedding later down the line when we are okay with spending a lot of money just for one day. However, my partner stated he only wants to marry me once and do it properly the first time. Mm. He is a big family guy, so everyone and their dog will be there on his side. I'm more reserved and would like a small wedding. We have compromised on the number of people who need to be at our wedding as much as we can for hypothetically speaking. But dang, eloping sure sounds like a hoot. (laughs) UK jokes, I hope that read well. (laughs) So he does want to get married. He wants to get married, but he doesn't think it's necessary to before do it kids. before kids. Okay. So does it matter what comes first, the baby or marriage? We know we want to be to only be married to each other and have and only have children with each other. Our friends and family our age are getting married, having children in either order, and we just want to do what's right for us. Background about me. I'm 23. I'll be 24 in April. Job, area manager, location, UK. Family background. Without writing a novel, I'm a daddy's girl. Be careful here. Be careful here. We just don't want to expose anything. Without writing a novel, I'm a daddy's girl. I have an amazing big brother. My parents were married five years before they had us. They separated when I was four. Um, About my partner. Handsome AF. (laughs) Chivalrous, protecting in a positive way. The good old-fashioned values type of guy with a touch of street. Age 25, job housing manager, location UK. Family, parents are together but not married and have been together for over 30 years. Grandparents together and still married, close with his three siblings. Sorry for the long message. I tried to structure it the best I could for a spare of the moment midnight essay. (laughs) Lily, hold on real quick. Lily, come over here and sit down. Down. Sit all the way down. Down. Sorry, she can't see me. Hey. She's a guard dog. She's not. She's a nervous wreck. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Okay, sorry, guys. Um, You can pin my comment whenever you get a chance. Have a great Q1. I can't pin your comment. Uh, Aren't you? I can't. I couldn't do it from, uh, okay. here, from oh. the desktop. I thought you were logging into. Um, I can't. I, I I was. But Brandon, can you cute pin Glenn's comment on my phone right here? Please. Right here. The right here. Right here. You have to scroll down a little bit. Um. Okay. What Thank just you. happened? I was trying to go to the. Uh, okay. So they. I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think? Okay. It's a lot going on here. Okay. So I think let's start with this, because. This just goes to show how much your family of origin, like, makes a difference. Okay. Because his family has, his mom and dad are not married, and they've been together for over 30 years. Mm. And they have children together. And so that would explain why he doesn't think marriage is a priority, because Mm. he sees the evidence of his mom and dad's relationship. Yeah. She, however, sees that her parents got married. Then they had children. Now, mind you, they got a divorce after whatever. So he probably looking at her like, does it even matter? Mm-hmm. Because like your parents got divorced. Yeah, they got married first. They had y'all, but then they got divorced. So 
Why? You know? And so it's, it just, I think it just further solidifies how our beliefs and how we approach and think about marriage are shaped and formed based on our experiences from childhood or whatever the case may be. Now, if he had an awful experience where his mom and dad were not married and now they have a toxic relationship and whatever, he might be more adamant about, yeah, let's get married first. Then let's have some children because then we know we're committed, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just so many different things in play here. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. Um, Let's think. So I'm not really about... <laughs> um you know, putting people where they don't belong kind of thing. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if that's not what you believe, Mm -hmm. I'm not about like, well, that's what you should do. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe that, why do it? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is there to be lost if you don't, like, if you have the baby without getting married? Now, I have my own convictions. We have our own set of beliefs and standards that we got by, but I don't think that should inform anybody else's decision because it's what we believe. You know what I'm saying? What well, are you disagreeing? No, keep going. I'm listening. Um, I think that it's really simple. It's, I think I, I get why it makes sense because there's a certain level of security within a marriage, a supposable, supposable security that's supposed to be in a marriage. Like you're supposed to be secure. And that comes with some type of risk and um, it makes you feel like you got skin in the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, And if you do believe, right, in the way God God ordained things, right, through a a scriptural mindset, then it makes sense that you have this relationship and underneath this covenant there is – a family underneath that covenant. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what makes sense. However, I don't believe that he should be forced to do that if that's not what he really believes. But if you guys are going to get married anyway, just get married. Yeah. (laughs) Like, don't make it a big deal. Just get married however you want to get married, elope or whatever, and just be together and have the baby. Yeah, I think that's my thing. I think he... He wants to get married. Mm-hmm. So why does it matter if they do it before or after having children? And they're about to be living together. Well, I mean, this is assuming like, I mean, like, I can't really pretend like we're talking about a biblical standard because, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that, you know, to each his own, but like if I'm choosing to marry my wife and I, you know, abstain from sexual intercourse with her. Or try to stay as pure as possible as to not, like, tempt myself to be overwhelmingly um, enthralled with passion that it distorts my judgment. And I'm not able to clearly see her as a, you know, whatever, a woman or a wife or, you know, whatever. Um, But I'm fulfilling my lustful desires. I don't know if that's the same standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're making this baby... And you want to have the baby in under the covering of marriage, but you guys are already having sex. It's like, what does it matter? Like, what? Why, why does? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it seems like a more of a cultural thing, and not a biblical standard. Mm-hmm. And I say that loosely because 
you, depending on how you want to read the Bible, you could believe whatever you want to believe. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like some people choose to close their eyes during certain portions of the scriptures. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Or la, 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 right? (laughs) So I'm not sure what we're being asked here. Mm, That's a really good point. Because there is no right answer to me. Yeah. To me, but I'm sure it is the right answer to you. Well, I I don't I guess I would be considered a type A personality as well and I just believe order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said it. She was like, I believe in order. You date, then you marry, then you have children. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and I also am kind of curious like you guys you just said you're going on your 7th year of dating. So why what is the hold up for marriage? Mhm. Like, if you've been together for six years, I guess because you guys are already intimate and you're living together. and Yeah, like, what's the standard that you have? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you... Yeah, I guess that is a good thing that you brought up. It's like, what is your question? Yeah. Because I think for us, we we do like to do things decently and in order and biblically. And so we do believe that you should be having children underneath the covenant of marriage. And so you guys are already, you're already not practicing abstinence. You're already intimate with each other. You are already living together. You've been dating for six years going on your seventh year. And you know, supposedly y'all know you want to marry each other. Yeah. And... So what? Yeah. So what's the point? Like I don't get it. Like just have the baby or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's really about how you want to be perceived by mm. other people. It's really about how you want to be perceived by the religious people in your life. Is it though? Because they said they've had people do it both ways. Well, I mean, he mentioned her grand, his grand. She mentioned his grandmother, mm-hmm. and then. But he don't care about what his grandmother's saying because okay. he's like, I don't want to get married. Okay, so. We have that. All right. So that's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. So it's really about how she feels. Mm -hmm. It's really about what what makes sense in order to her. Mm -hmm. So it's a you question, love. It is. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a you. It's your decision, because I think that if you want to make the baby, then make the baby. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I don't know his level of commitment to you. I don't know his level of, um, by any means necessary, we're going to make this, you know, thing go to the moon or whatever the situation is. I have no idea. Um, Yeah, and it's kind of interesting, like, if he knows he wants to marry you and he wants to have the traditional wedding, then why not just do the elope? Like, why not just elope? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like... A courthouse wedding can be just as sweet and special, and then you guys can have another one, like, after the baby's born or something. The baby can be a part of it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Someone said, and people judge children when their parents are not married. They won't say it, but I've witnessed it. So um, I would say, I, I wouldn't know that. I mean, I don't feel like if if I find out someone isn't married, I don't judge the child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, this is interesting. I wonder how this is going to play out, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying like, oh, they're not as committed or whatever, but I am like, okay, what? Where is the, where's the structure? Like what's the standard of 
why you guys make, how you guys make decisions. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so um, I'm not judging a child. It's not that child's fault. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's like, okay, cool. Or we had a baby and we want to get married. Or like, uh, it just happened. You know what I'm saying? It's not really a judgment thing, but I'm just like, what are we doing? So it's really hard to ask us this question because when we make decisions, we're thinking about a certain structure in order to do things based on belief, a belief system. But if you don't have that belief system, it would be totally unfair for me to tell you what order to go in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you you have an experience that's different. You mm-hmm. got something to add, Brandon? Yes. Okay, here he goes. <laughs> I can say something? Go ahead. Yeah, you can say something. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> the dog. Well, I was just trying to think that even though you have a different belief system, there's benefits to the way you do things. So there is benefits to share why you do what you do because I think it – the way you do things, do things, blesses a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's a why behind it that's super valuable. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool, Brandon. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so inside of our relationship, um, th- this how it's intended, right? Um, we have a a belief that you know, like God blesses our efforts. Right. He blesses um, our decisions, the things we choose to do and things we don't choose to do. Um, If we were if I was right, because I know myself. Right. I know Mm -hmm. that I'm a man who is more prone to like follow my flesh than anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I know that. You know, if you and I were sexually active before we got married, then there would have been a, an extra layer of uh, attraction that is almost uncontrollable. It's like a lust, right? Mm-hmm. That I wouldn't, I would actually depend on you for my survival. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then it's not necessarily just a, hey, I'm going to choose to love you regardless of what you give me. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm willing to love you because I'm not even like I'm getting a lot from our relationship, just us being friends mm-hmm. and us having a relationship together. But it's not based on what you do, how you perform or anything like that. It's real unconditional love. Yeah. Right. And so the commitment that I said, OK, well, I'm going to abstain from having sex with you. And you obviously were uh, a virgin when mm-hmm. we got married. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew that if I was to go down that road, I know myself. One thing I also know about myself is that, you know, my dad and my mom had me outside of wedlock, mm-hmm. right? They they were young and they had me outside of wedlock. That was a scar for me mm. that left me outside of a protective mm. family unit, mm-hmm. right? Now, marriage, anybody could say no or yes to a marriage, but the whole point is that the symbolism in the tradition is saying, hey— I am committed to you and I have all these people in front of us or at least this judge or whatever the situation is or wherever you go to say that I am committed underneath not only biblical law, but like state law. Mm-hmm. And here's all the homies to to prove it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you are willing to put that much on the line, having a baby is an easier choice to make because you're un, you're underneath a village <laughs> of people mm. that have agreed that saying, okay, 
we are, we co-sign this, right? Mm-hmm. Now, hmm. there's a lot of benefits that you know, you know, as far as ha- like when you look at our children, right? <laughs> you look at our life. Is this the girl who called me Henry? Um, the email. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the I think a previous caller on on the last email or last episode, somehow she was watching Belief in Fatherhood for a long time, which is our other channel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and on that channel, you know, we've been doing it for a long time, and, you know, we've just been documenting black life, very regular. Not a lot of trends, not a lot of, like, whatever, but it's very regular black life. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I dreamed for. And even while I watch our children... It's a manifestation of what I didn't have. Mm. Not so much the blackness of it, but just the Family comfort unit. Unit. Yeah. in brokenness. There is a Wait, what? There's a comfort in brokenness that our children have, right? They fall apart, they run around naked, they hurt each other's feelings, they comfort each other. Mm. There's like a safety mm. zone. I see what you're saying. That yeah. I as a child, I don't know if I had that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's levels, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not about, like, fake commitment. So sometimes somebody will be like, oh, man, I really appreciate you. I did this for you. You know what I'm saying? And this is a level of their commitment. And um, my homie Correga would say that romance is surface. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like he would say that it's almost showy. And so sometimes even all the romantic gestures that you're willing to do to prove your love Mm. or prove your commitment isn't necessarily a thing. It's just something that you're willing to do. But Hmm. we set a standard and say, hey, this is what I'm, I'm, we're all willing to all go to this one standard. It's just like baptism. If you believe, right, and you're saying you a guy by this, I'm willing to do this in front of public and go underwater, come back out, to prove, you know, and then to show what I believe, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so I'm trying to speak in a lot of love because I understand how many people in this situation and what the age is, but it's like, it is what it is. Like, it's either you believe it or you don't, but I can't force you to believe what I believe, you know what I'm saying? Nor would I want someone else to do something just because I believe that, Yeah. right? But there are benefits to being in that protective, that protection of a family. And your boyfriend may have been blessed by not having like like to have a standard that says, oh well, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. And that's great. But that's not everybody's story. Yeah. You know what I mean? The majority of people who have this situation go the other way, I believe it it leaves for a lack. It's like you're just lacking, you know, in something. And maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? I know there are a lot of people that be like, you know, my mom was a single mother, she did the best she could and I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? But there's a little bit of sauce on that fine. There's a little bit of um, chip on your shoulder with that. There's a, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's a lot that goes into that because I had that, you know? So, yeah. That was a lot. I have nothing. <laughs> Sorry. That was really good, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and someone did just get into the marriage mirrors, the sacrifice, uh, the, the, uh, the relationship with Christ, which I, I would love to get into, but I don't know if we have the time to. But what do you mean by that? Well, like, you know, like, you know, Christ died for the church. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And the husband is supposed to like l- die for his wife. Like 
that is the imagery. And even in our relationship, there's a certain amount of death <laughs> that I will endure on a basis, as uh, periodically, that Yvette has no idea, right? She has no idea what is occurring. Why are you touching me right now? What you doing? I just feel like I need to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out into what, what, what's, what's somebody's hand. What's going on? Um, no, I just want to touch you. Am I not allowed to touch You're you? You're allowed to touch me, husband? but I feel, like, I feel like you could speak. Well, I just feel like I felt like you were about to go into this place where it's like I've died a lot here. <laughs> Much more than Yvette has. And so I just wanted to be like, yes, well, I and I appreciate you. Well, it's not it's not about graciousness. It's not about you doing it love. for me. Thank you for loving me. Can I just have a kiss? I just okay. need something. Can, Thank you. I don't want you to rub my back though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel it's very condescending. It's like What? It's not condescending, but I I don't like it right now. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I want to say this. Um and it's not because of I don't want you to touch me. But it, I also hear the noise in the mic, like it's it's, it's kind of getting to it's me. It's right all now. the things. It's a little bit. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, you know, dang man, it's so deep. Marriage mm-hmm. is deep, man. Marriage is really deep. And I listen to a lot of people like, oh man, not much has changed, or I don't think anything is going to change much if we get married versus not because we're already, you know, doing this and this and this and, um. You know, I don't know. I I don't know everybody else, but I know in my own situation that um, there's a there's a lot more that goes into um, what stewardship looks like Mm. in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? In marriage, because if Yvette, if Yvette, if, if Yvette is blind, then we're both blind because I can't. I can't make her see. I have to be blind with her to help her out of the the blindness. I feel. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm blind, I feel like like I have to figure out how to see in order for us to get where we're going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I don't know if I can um I mean, the blind leading the blind, where are we going? No, it's like I can't we can't move until we both like, and see. Yeah, like I have to become, I have to like help you move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's so different. Mm-hmm. Like even loving you, you know, and loving you, I'm like, yo, this is how you're telling me you need to be loved, but this is how you need to be loved. Mm. Like <laughs> you're telling me you need to be loved like this, but that's not how you need to be loved. You gotta be you. You need to be loved like this. And you're like, well, why are you telling me what I need? I'm like, all right, fine. I'll love you how you want to be loved. And then you're like, yo, that's not how. We, and then we figure out, oh, we don't need to be loved like that. We probably need to be loved like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's tough. Hmm. So I don't know. Get married if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> inhale, exhale. Your breath just now was like, uh. Inhale oh through the gosh. nose, exhale through the no, mouth. No, we're walking through a tough season right now. Mm-hmm. We're walking through a really, really tough season. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. 
So have the baby if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> don't have a baby if you don't want to have a baby. But don't let don't put that man under a certain guy because you want oh, you need to see things done a certain way. I don't think that's right. You know what I'm saying? It feels controlling. It feels controlling to like tell him to marry her first. What did you just say? Yeah, I've, no, I don't feel like that. I feel like if it's only because of how you want to see it presented, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a group decision. But if you don't want to be married without being married, if you don't want to have the baby without being married, but to give him an ultimatum, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys both want to be together. You both want to have the baby. My question is, where does the, like, it's interesting here because I feel, (laughs) because there's always, like, a give and take, right? Mm -hmm. So, it's not necessarily, um, oh, what's the word? We we, we often talk about being in alignment with one another. Agreement. Agreement versus alignment. And so, I don't know what alignment looks like here. You know what I'm saying? And then it's and then it's like, okay, well, one of you guys has to give, but it feels like she has to give. But then it's like, why does she have to give? Why can't he just give? Well, what do you mean? As far as getting married, like if they want to have children, okay, great. You want to have children, but she wants to get married first. Why not just get married first? If you both, I don't know. For me, it does feel like there's a right answer. answer. Oh, it's the right way. They're not necessarily well. Obviously, they're not necessarily doing it the right way or the biblical way. In our we, eyes, in our eyes, because we cannot hold them accountable to something that we, you know, standards that we have. However, I do feel like okay, they've been together six years. Mm-hmm. They both have agreed that they want to marry each other. Mm-hmm. They both have agreed that they want to have children together. Mm-hmm. Why not just get married? Yeah. But- so I feel like for me for me when I look at this situation if I were to have a conversation with them that would be my thing. Just get married. Yeah, I mean just if, go to the courthouse. I mean if we dig, we'll know it's a fear there. It's mm-hmm. something that's preventing them to do that. But we're not making decisions based off fear. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're making decisions based on baby fever. They're they want to do it. Like they have a a total total totally different approach to how they make decisions. So we are not saying like, hey, like, what do you want? You want to have a baby. You like him. You, y'all like each other. Y'all been together six years. You're committed. You're so in love. Have the baby, right? If you want, then do it. But, like, I do think it's fair for her to say, in order for me to have this baby, I want to get married. But, oh my just goodness. a little. She did, girl, somebody in the comment section on Instagram said, they're young. They need to wait. Yeah, she's 23. And he's 25. Mind you, that's how old we were when we had our first child. No, we weren't. We got married at 25. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. We got married at 20. I was 25 when I had my first child. Or I turned 25 right after. But, yeah, they are young. I didn't. I forgot. So they've been together six. So, oh, my goodness. I missed some details. This does change a little bit for me. And I appreciate that context. Thank you. They've been together six years. Maybe they want to be young parents. I wish. Sometimes I wish we had our kids young. What? Yeah, man. You ever try to see? You see me? I, I'm out there for ten minutes on the hockey. My feet hurt. <laughs> I'm old. I do not want to be out there skating around. 
My feet is ready to bleed. Or maybe you could have been a better steward of your young body, youth. Of my body and stretched. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have a kid that was into rollerblading. <laughs> I'm almost 40 years old. I don't need to be out there rollerblading. Are you kidding me? But I never see my dad on rollerblades. He used to play with us on his feet, and he would try to stick his hockey stick in between my wheels. Oh, he was man, a madman. That's man. messed up. Yeah, he was completely insane. They are young, though. Y'all are young. Live your life. <laughs> Don't be having no baby right now. They're young. They're still figuring things out. No wonder they haven't gotten married. Okay, I get it now. It all makes sense. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I totally overlooked the age. Y'all been together six years. Get a dog. Yeah, get a get dog. Get a dog and, and ruin your life. What? Because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Actually- <laughs> right, man? I, I wouldn't get the a dog. The dog. The dog. There's so much. It's so much responsibility a child and i don't think y'all understand when you have baby fever like what that really means it's a baby yo and that baby is gonna be whack for about (laughs) an un and like incapable until they're like six we say this all in love oh yeah yeah yeah. we got we love having children but but it's always been the same it is a lot of work to start there's a there's some baby geniuses you know what i'm saying yeah. Um, like, if we only had Theo, it probably we probably would be traveling the world, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. If we only had Theo. Oh my goodness. If we only had Uriah, we probably be in the same <laughs> position. Wait, traveling the world? No, oh and, no, no, like we right are now. now. We just <laughs> yeah, be where we're like, at now. But no, nah, I'm just joking. I was like, uh... but it, certain kids get certain outcomes. You know what I'm saying? So. I, it's not an accessory. I would just make sure we, we're understanding that it's not just like a, oh, I want to have a kid. We're going to have a kid. Dude, this person just said, we got married right out of high school. Do not recommend. Had kids at 20 and 22. We are 43 and empty nesters. Love it. So <laughs> That sounds only, amazing. That sounds to amazing. To be an empty nester in your 40s? Hell yeah. Yeah, but, but okay, let's, but what about the time when they're young yeah. and they have yeah. young kids and they like... You're also figuring out your own ways to deal with stuff. Yeah, y'all, I'm 36 years old, and there is still stuff that I'm trying to get together. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine being 23 and 25 years old and still figuring out and learning myself and adding children into the mix. My advice, I'm settled now. I've settled in my, where I stand on this email. Okay. You are 23 and 25 years old. Go to therapy. If you're not in therapy, go to therapy. Absolutely. Crack open all the ish. Yeah. Get it all out in the open. Uh, Yeah, you got it. Address all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then decide if you're going to walk down the (laughs) moon. Like, decide. (laughs) Because that right there, that's some of the stuff that we're dealing with currently. It's like stuff has come out and it's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I got to deal with this. And now it's all here. And now what's happening, here's what's happening Here is what's happening, and this is why you should come to the Unplugged Retreat in this moment in time. Yeah, with your imaginary baby. Leave your imaginary baby (laughs) Wait, no, 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 no. Not you, but all the other mamas out there. Here's what we are doing. We are walking alongside the loves of our life, trying to navigate this thing called adulthood. And somehow we're, like, looking around, like, how did we get here? How am I responsible for all of this, right? So we're trying to figure that out. Then we got children. We got children who we're trying to raise. We're trying to be mindful. We're trying to make sure that they don't go down the wrong path, that they're educated, that they're fed well, that they're healthy, both not just 
physically, but mentally and spiritually. And we're trying to uh, cultivate these relationships with God or whomever you, whatever, you know, and then, and then we got bills to pay. The bill collectors, they come every month. They want their, their money. You got to worry about health insurance. You got to worry about um, your own physical, mental, and whatever. Taxes. Taxes. You got all these things. If you're an entrepreneur. And then, so, right, like, while you're trying to, cult, like, care for the minds and the hearts of Payroll. these little people and tend to the mind and the heart of your husband, make sure you're not causing him additional stress. You are also trying to work out your own childhood trauma. And it's so much I wish, I wish at 23 years old that I would have gone to therapy. I wish that all of these things would have been out in the open at the beginning so that I could work through them and figure out things like, what do I actually want out of life? Or how is this impacting me? How is this um, allowing me to show up in the world in the way that I'm showing up? Like that. 23 and 25 year olds, all of y'all in your 20s who are not married and with children, that is what you should be doing. That is how you should be spending your time. And then with all that out on the table, you fall in love or you find someone who you think you can love for the rest of your life. And they have more of a realistic image (laughs) of who they're marrying They have a more realistic perspective. They have a better idea of who they are saying in sickness and in health till death do us part with. Yeah. Their perspective, the exposure to who you are fully in the moment is 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 better because you are still becoming your entire life. You will be becoming. However, if you can get all that stuff just like. Out on the surface, I don't even know what these hand motions are. <laughs> but if you can just get all of that stuff out and start to work on it early on, that, that is the best way you can prepare for becoming a wife, a husband, a, a mother, parent. Yeah, a father. Yeah. So um, I, I, I've settled on that. And I'm sorry, I feel like I got a little bit more heated. But I, that's where you—that's what you should be doing. Yeah. Don't be having no children right now because obviously you guys have a lot to work through. You both lived two different childhoods. You're walking through two different young adulthoods, and you don't even know how these things are informing yeah. how you show up in this relationship, at your job, and your friendships, in life in general. You have no clue. Go find you a therapist. That's what you should be spending your money on, not some diapers and milk and stuff. Yeah. And then I Sorry. I, I also I, I agree with Yvette there. You said that wonderfully. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I agree. I, I agree now. And, you know. I'm th- not still talking about chocolate baby. Sorry. Well, yeah, I think that as well, you know, it, it, it is a surprise when you meet the version of your spouse that has not dealt with the trauma yet. It's, it's a surprise. You know what I'm saying? And so everything is great now, but it's only two of y'all and y'all really don't have to live sacrificially like that. You know what I'm saying? And when you start to have to really sacrifice, some people don't sacrifice the same and that's a surprise. 
You know what I'm saying? That's like, oh, I didn't know you would make that decision. Why would you make that decision? Yeah. Well, obviously, this is the, the right decision to make because of my childhood this. Well, that's a stupid decision to make. I would have never made that decision because my childhood this. Oh, huh. that's weird. And you just keep doing that. You know what I'm saying? And then you're never really able to focus on your kids' childhood stuff and helping them deal with their stuff because you're trying to deal with your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So your children deserve an accurate and focused parent. Yeah. And that is that comes after you deal with your stuff. And don't avoid your stuff because it ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I think this in this moment, you both are not on the same page. And this is such a beautiful opportunity for you to ask yourself why. Mm. I think so many of the times when we are starting to um, make big decisions or we are at odds with another person when trying to make a decision, we should ask ourselves why. Why do I believe this is the way it should go? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I think right now you guys have plenty of time to ask yourself, why should we get married or why shouldn't we get married? Or why do I think this? Or why do I believe that? Or what's wrong with doing one versus the other? Like that is something that you are going to have to answer for yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you believe in God and the word of God, then I would say crack it open and consult the Lord on that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. How married are you? I'm so married that um, when you woke up this morning, I didn't want you to have to do all the things. So I went out in the rain <laughs> and I switched the car seats over because um, we had to take the car to whatever. And I switched the car seats over so you wouldn't have to do it. Oh, that was very nice. Thanks, babe. Very How nice. married are you? I'm so married. The other day I took Ryan to boxing and um, he... He had to go to basketball right afterwards. Uh. And so we went to a little restaurant that you and I used to go to date night at. Mm -hmm. And I checked the menu and they have, they always switch up their menus. Right. Mm -hmm. Can I say the name of it? Yeah. Yeah. Shoots. Shoots in downtown Oceanside off of Tremont Street. Really good. Really good. Mm -hmm. um, so I went there and they had the tuna crunch wrap that Yvette likes. And I made sure I ordered it and um, ordered Raya the Masago sushi and came home and gave you your food which was a really pleasant surprise because i didn't know you were doing all that and i had made raya little tacos to eat before he goes to his basketball game and he came in there and then you had told me you had got him food and i was planning on just eating his taco and then he came in the house with that and i was like wow he does love me mm. even though i know you were super frustrated with me that day so very that was so sweet very frustrated <laughs> what day was that wednesday, wednesday. you had yeah. that was the day of the hair appointment Oh, yeah. That was not a good day. <laughs> All right. And, and that's, that's just how married, married we are. are.